And then the Bible mentions some other people, and that is the chief priests who were plotting Jesus' death. While this is going on there at Bethany that night, and there's warm fellowship, and there's good, wholesome atmosphere of love, chief priests behind closed doors are plotting His death. They're going to do Him in. The Bible says down in verse 9, Much people of the Jews therefore knew that He was there, and they came not for Jesus' sake only but that they might see Lazarus also whom he had raised from the dead. Chief priests consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death because that by reason of him, many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus. In verse 53 of chapter 11, it says, Then from that day forth they took counsel together for to put him to death. That day was the day that Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. They put out a threat. If anybody knows where Jesus is at, tell us we're going to arrest him. Well, Jesus never hid from anybody. They knew right where he was at. Why did they do that? To try to save face. It was a scam. It was a publicity campaign to try to save face. They could have taken him at any time, but they knew that the crowd loved Jesus. And to try to take him would mean a revolt like they'd never seen before. So they had to lay this plan carefully, intricately. They had to work it out to where they would be able to turn the crowd against Jesus. They were laying their plan. Their need was one of judgment. And Jesus plainly said in John chapter 12 and verse 42 to 50 that that's exactly what they would get. He said, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground, it die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. He that loveth his life shall lose it. He that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto eternal life. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him with my father honor. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this hour, or but for this cause, came I unto this hour. Father, glorify thy name. Jesus could not escape it. He could not circumvent the cross. But woe unto those people who put him there. Woe unto those who plotted his death and brought him to that cross. Because in verse 42 of the same chapter, he said, They love the praise of men more than the praise of God. He that believeth on me, believeth not on me, but on him that sent me. And he that seeth me, seeth him that sent me. I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I come not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words, hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me. He gave me a commandment what I should say and what I should speak, and I know that this commandment is life everlasting whatsoever I speak therefore. Even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. Jesus said they would receive judgment because of the word he had spoken. And friends, those wicked people who plot your demise, those wicked people who try to do you in, don't you worry about it. They'll be judged. They'll be judged by the word of God. And they'll be judged justly. And they'll be sentenced by God the Father. Don't make yourself a hit list and pray over it every day. Trust Jesus to take care of them. The Bible says that many of them came to see Lazarus. They came to see Lazarus. I like that. They came to see the one that Jesus had raised from the dead. They came to look at Him and to hear from Him. Listen, people. There are those who need to see a real live miracle. A walking, talking miracle. And Lazarus was just such a thing. And they turned out by the hundreds to see Him. What do you suppose they'll do with those who are healed supernaturally in your midst? They'll come to see them. Come to see this thing that God has done. And they'll meet Jesus Christ there. Do we need miracles today? Amen. We need miracles today more than they needed them back then. And then Jesus said something back there a ways 
In fact, it was a little farther on. He said, greater works than these shall you do. You see, friend, there ought to be, there can be, there should be, there will be greater things done by the body of Christ than even done in Jesus' day. Those who are believers of all denominations who dare to take Him at His word will do greater works because there are more of us. Jesus' ministry today in helping people, in healing people, in delivering people has been multiplied multiple thousands upon thousands of times through every believer. Henceforth, greater works shall you do because I go to the Father. And there ought to be a bunch of Lazarus running around. There ought to be a bunch of blind Bartimaeus running around saying, I once was blind, but now I see. There ought to be a bunch of people. I'm so glad. I walked into the fellowship hall this morning before service between Sunday school and the morning worship service, and I saw some believers praying for a sister. Hallelujah. It's the way it ought to be. You got a need? Let's pray. Let's just bow our heads or let's just pray right here. And we'll just lay hands on you and pray for you right here. Sometimes we share all of our sicknesses and all of our woes and all of our hurts and, and never pray. We ought to pray for one another right there on the spot. Somebody says, I don't feel good. Well, let's pray, brother, and pray. Ask God to intervene and believe He will and then see a miracle take place right there. And I believe that God wants to revive His church in miracles. I'm believing that. This is a day of miracles. I'm reading about other ministries and other places where miracles, miracles in the body of Christ ought to be commonplace. Jesus went from one prayer meeting to the next and in between, he did miracles, and he taught. Hallelujah. I believe they ought to become commonplace because he said, In the last days I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. Your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. He said, I'll pour out my Spirit on all flesh. So that qualifies. You're qualified tonight to receive. Are you flesh? Look at your hand. Is it flesh? Then you qualify. You're a candidate for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Would you stand with me tonight?